The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Good afternoon. You're listening to America's Web Radio with Mark the Shark. Yes, that's right. We're back. I knew you tried to get us off the air. The Biden administration, Peppermint Patty, Jen Psaki, they were all looking for me all week long. But I've managed to escape them once again. Having a little bit of weather here in New York today. I don't know what it's doing in Georgia, but we have weather all over the world for the rest of the place also. So I thought I'd start off a little bit today, kind of what I did last week. So I thought about these things for some time right now. We're going to tell you how to fix them. And that's my vow. He thinks Marxist thoughts that it helps him all day. But let me explain to you the real Marxist way. The rules will be virtuous. There's nothing you'll have to do. The government will take care of you and you, but you won't have the right to sue. They'll tell you it's good, and they'll tell you it's great. They'll tell you to keep working, get in line, and then wait. Before you will know what the government has planned, it's you, Jack and Audrey and Comrade Stan. So hard because they, you know, you'll be working, you're working all day long. Keep working so hard because they'll tell you it'll make America strong. But that's what they'll tell you. They deceive you right to your face. They'll tell you where to dig and they'll keep you in your place. So relax still tell you we have this under control, but the elitist won't tell you that that is their role. So what we're looking at is the Build Back Better plan. The government will lie to you, and they've done so already. But those of you who couldn't remember, it's like confetti. They shredded your constitution. They told you it's a lie. And then they kept you down, even though you would cry. When the government took over your place and your mind, there was nothing left, nothing left there behind. For Papa Mox... He told you everything is great, and now your rebellion is way awful late. So I warn you this day as you listen to this, don't let them tell you communist will be bliss. So when you talk about Marxism, we talk about communism, it all sounds great. But when your prices are skyrocketing and your food's on the rise... And the gas you'll understand, you'll pay, pay. That's no surprise. Joe Biden and the blue mayors, they focus on guns themselves. But let's be clear. Now, do guns do nothing? But they sit on the shelves. You think the guns were running and shooting each other. They were shooting your sister, your mother, your brother. You can't believe what they say. It's not the weapon. That's the problem anyway. But if you look at the facts, you would know that after a year in his office, Joe has nothing to show. The administration, they've lost all appeal because in their thoughts, their words, none of them are real. They tell you the border, it's sealed very tight. That would almost be believable if they wouldn't shuttle illegal immigrants across the U.S. every night. Thousands and thousands at the border this year. While the left and Biden's Democrats, they continue to cheer. 
So what do we do when the government's lying? The illegal aliens in America, they're flying. In the middle of the night, without any cause, our border patrol has been told to break the laws. Free speech in the borders of other countries we protect. But when it comes to our southern border, the border's been wrecked. It turns out our generals were all unprepared. When Biden pulled the plug on Afghanistan, he said, we're out. I don't care. They told us, America, I'm busy. I've got it all wrong, the things. Don't care if they're teaching CRT in your schools. That's interested. I'm only interested in what it brings. Destroy the nuclear family. That's what they'll teach. But don't worry about nuclear. Iran's got the reach. Iran's got the nuclear, but this one's not home. This one could be shot out of a missile. In an instant, there'll be nothing but bones. And now Biden's policies, they're failing in the end. For Ukraine's on the border, 3,000 will send. 3,000, you think, was a mighty fighting force. Except if you realize, half a million Russians got on the course. A drop in the bucket, it's a little, no more. It's not even a pinprick. We're not going to war. His world domination, Biden hasn't gotten. But he sure stutters and confuses his words a lot. We'd be better off with Alec Baldwin, at least we know. When you give charge to Alex, one shot, one tag toe. It's not very funny when they lie to us each day, when their words and their deeds wind up getting in their way. So I'm glad to see gas prices are higher. Soon you'll have to get another job just to run some mileage on the tires. If you try in my patience, there are nothing but running thin. Be careful, Joe. America has a history in the darkest moments. We win. So I thought I'd give you that a little bit to think about this week. There was a lot of things that went on. You know, in in the first block this time, I think I'm going to talk about the defund and run theory. You know, we had a lot of thoughts for the last year. In fact, the last year and a half, if you want to take a look at it for real. Last year and a half, we talked about, let's defund the police. Dismantle. Get rid of everybody. Get rid of the police. Crime will go away. The problem, Peppermint Patty says... For those of you who don't know who Peppermint Patty is, it's Jen Psaki. Yes, she's been called Peppermint Patty, a national hero now. So we defunded the police. And now what I find most interesting, I mean, in fact, insanity runs deep in the Biden family, I'm thinking. And the administration has just picked up and carried it over. So that what they had, they have a failure to communicate reality. So what they did is they turned around and they said, let's get rid of the problem. The problem is not the criminals. No, 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 no. You're wrong. You're wrong. The problem is not the criminals. The problem of the police. So what did they do? They started cutting the budgets on the police force. And now they put in these ridiculous laws. I mean, ultimately ridiculous laws, which pretty much emasculated the police. It tells the police, go out there. Make it look good, but don't do anything. Don't do anything. Because what's going to happen? You can't chase them anymore. 
You can't grab them anymore. You, you're not going to fight with them because if you fight with them and they get hurt, the criminals, they're going to sue you because they got rid of qualified immunity. You know, that was another brilliant one. Let's get rid of qualified immunity. So some of you are saying, well, what's qualified immunity? Qualified immunity means that an officer in the line of duty in the course of his performance of an arrest injures somebody that they can be sued personally. Yeah, let me bring that back. They can be sued personally. Okay. And people say, well, that seems fair. Okay. That's fair if they don't have to do anything. If they just have to run around and act like community security, report the problem, but not intervene. Don't get any, don't get in the way of the criminal. Be like the security in the Walmart stores. Be like the security in the Walgreens, in the CVSs, where people are walking out with bags and bags full of merchandise. So you think that's a great idea. No confrontation. Except in the real world, that doesn't work. Why do I say that? Look at the crime statistics. Okay, let's just look at some of the crime statistics throughout the United States. You know, crime, grand theft auto, up 93%. Transit crimes, up 70%. Grand larceny, up 57%. Robbery, 33%. Rape, 27%. That's in New York City in 2022. Okay, how about Chicago? How's that working out? Thefts, up 56%. Motor vehicle theft, up 37%. Burglary, up 13%. Sexual assaults, 12%. Aggravated battery, 12%. So you see where I'm going with this. Now, let's give you the the capital of the United States of America, Washington, D.C. Burglary up 64%. Robbery up 49%. Violent crime up 22%. Property crime up 7%. Is anybody getting the picture yet? So you went and you defunded the police. And when I say you defunded the police, the Democrat cities, they defunded the police. The most hysterical thing that I saw this week was on ABC on The View, one of their moderators or resident morons said it was the Republicans that fought to defund the police. There's either a disconnect between her brain and her mouth, or the teleprompter has broken, or they're using Joe Biden's teleprompter. Because to make a statement like that, I'm wondering, where were all those fact checkers? Where were all the people that were chasing down Donald Trump and anyone that was connected with him that said any word that was out of place? Where were all those people? You know, this week in New York City and last week, we buried Wilbert Mora, 27-year-olds, and Jason Rivera, 22-year-old police officers, when they responded up in Harlem to a call from a mother. They were executed. They were shot dead, protecting you and me. And then you have these morons like BLM come out and say, Stop with these hero funerals. It's ridiculous already. They're not heroes. I think in this country, we need to make a quick right turn. This country is in trouble. 
it's seriously in trouble. People are being shot in their tracks. The cops are no longer safe. When the cops are no longer safe, that should tell you we have a serious problem. In Washington, in Massachusetts, in Colorado, in Illinois, police cannot pursue criminals. They cannot pursue criminals. And I'm going to tell you about that in a little bit. We're going to take a short break, and then we're going to come back after the break, and we're going to finish up discussion of defund and run. If you have lost a loved one and were left with a firearms collection and are not sure how to dispose of them safely, or you may have firearms you no longer want, this message is for you. I am a licensed FFL firearms dealer in the state of Florida, specializing in estate firearm purchases. It is very important that all firearm transactions be handled according to state and federal laws. You can contact me for information at Firearm Liquidation Service at Outlook.com, or you can call or text me at 407-921-8100-247 and ask for James. Again, for information contact me at Firearm Liquidation Service at Outlook.com, or call or text me at 407-921-8100. All communications are strictly confidential. If you live to serve and want to make an even bigger difference, consider joining the U.S. Army. With training in fields like medical care, linguistics, and engineering, an Army career can amplify your efforts with humanitarian opportunities all over the world. Plus, you'll receive competitive pay and incredible benefits, so you'll be taken care of, too. Learn more at GoArmy.com. Do you love classic and special interest cars? If so, listen to our podcast every Saturday from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time here on America's Web Radio or find us on your favorite podcast site, iTunes, Spotify, or any of the others out there. We'll talk about classic cars. We'll talk to car guys. We'll talk to clubs that are here at our facility here in Classic Auto Mall. And we'll also talk about Classic Auto Mall and how we can help you sell your classic or special interest car. So give us a listen every Saturday morning from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. Thanks. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back. You're listening to America's Web Radio with Mark the Shark on Bite of Reality. So right after this, we started, we were just talking about the non-pursuit legislation that came out of Washington, Massachusetts, Colorado, and Illinois, that literally officers can no longer pursue criminals unless they are absolutely sure that they are violent felons. Now think about that for a second. So I want to jump in the car and smash into a police officer because I did not specifically threaten or murder someone. I cannot be chased by the police. Their official policy, official policy, okay, from the chief, is turn off your emergency lights and drive the other way. Because we don't want the criminals to think you're chasing them. Have we crossed the line of insanity? Where is our brain anymore? Where is that insanity line? I submit to you that we have passed that insanity line. You know, Joe Biden came to New York City yesterday. And I wasn't going to talk about it because it's been talked about and talked about and talked about. But I, I feel it's my obligation to my audience, all three of you, that we need to, four, four, I've just been told by the, the, <laughs> the control board, four. I think that I need to bring this to your attention. 
He walked into New York City. Now, they buried two of the officers that I mentioned, Mora and Rivera, last week and this week. He didn't come to the funerals. Now, let me hear this. They're going to tell you uh, it would have been a logistical nightmare. We want to seal off everything. You have maybe 50,000 cops there. Okay? I'm pretty sure they could have figured out how to do this. He's gone to foreign countries and figured out how to do this and not happy countries with America. So I'm not buying that. But he goes there and he meets with Eric Adams, our new mayor, our new police chief, uh, who was, he's not the police chief, sorry, he was a cop. Let me take that back for a second. He acts like the police chief, Democratic police chief. He's the new mayor, just elected, but he was a cop. So now you figure, okay, we're going to turn this around from de Blasio, the idiot, for eight years of destroying New York. We're going to turn this around and make this back to New York City under Giuliani, where you could walk around at 3 o'clock in the morning with your family and nothing would happen. They had red, what things, what they used to call red coats out there. Now the only red coats are from people being shot. Okay. That's not the red coats I want to see on New York City streets. You know, I, they interviewed people about getting on the subway and people are like, I'm not going on the subway. Why would I go on the subway? There are people being pushed off the subway. You're walking down the platform. Somebody punches you in the face. But these aren't crimes, according to Alvin Bragg, our new DA. And I got to tell you, I don't blame the idiots who you put in charge. I blame the people who put the idiots in charge. Why would you hire someone who would endanger your life? So would you hire a security guard that's more likely to shoot you than to shoot the bad guy? But that's exactly what you guys did. You voted in New York. You voted in Colorado. You voted in Massachusetts. You voted in Illinois. You voted in Washington to let this all go through. We're okay with it. You're okay with it until it affects you. And here's the other big problem I have. The people at the top will never be affected by this. You think Nancy Pelosi worries about it? No, she doesn't. How about the idiots from the squad? Presley, Omar, Ilhan, AOC. They got private security. They're all in on the defund the police. How about defund their security? Let me see them walk around your town without security. And then I'll feel more comfortable with their defund the police idea. But you know what? They're not going to do that because they don't do what they tell you you must. How many times do we have to say this? We saw this week, Newsom, Garcetti. Okay, mask, mask, mask. By the way, the CDC says it doesn't work anymore. But they knew that from day one. You know, did you ever try to swat a mosquito with a chain link fence? Yeah. That's like doing your mask with the COVID, okay? The COVID is nano-sized, right? So it's going to pass through your giant cloth mask, and it doesn't matter anyway because you got the vaccine, right? Well, it's just like the polio vaccine. When you got the polio vaccine, you didn't get any polio. Well, wait a second. Maybe it's not exactly like the polio vaccine, it's more like the 
I'm going to put in a seatbelt in your car. So the seatbelt in your car, does that affect other drivers? Is that going to save other drivers? No, it's going to save you. Okay, big fan of seatbelts. However, why do I need to wear a seatbelt to protect you? Is my seatbelt going to be effective against you? No. It's not going to be, it's not going to help you. But yet, for some reason, we're being told again, keep wearing your masks because you need to protect other people. Not exactly sure if the masks, if they now say, are not effective. But instead of telling people the KN95s are effective because those are the masks if properly fitted that will protect you. The cloth mask is for your psychology, your psychology course. So back to Joe Biden yesterday. If you, you know, they used to say to me, if you can't find the problem, you can't fix the problem. So when you were doing car repairs or you were looking for something that was leaking, you can't fix a leak or you can't fix your car unless you know what the problem is. It's the same concept with the crime situation. Very simple to fix. You know, if you had a pit bull that was very well trained, standing at your front door, on guard, and the persons outside who were looking to do you harm knew that when that pit bull was sitting there in front of that door, guarding you, watching your kids, watching your family, when that door was opened, that pit bull was released, and you, the bad guy, were in trouble. You were going to be taken out of there, either in a body bag or not in good shape, or you could stay outside and leave the family alone. So what's the point of this? Well, if I take my well-trained pit bull and I lock him in my bathroom and chain him to the toilet, you can break into my front door. You can break into my side window. You can trash my house. You can steal my jewelry. You can do whatever you want to my family. And guess what? My trained pit bull, who should be our police officers, have been emasculated. He's in the bathroom chained to the toilet, and he can't help you. It's a very simple analogy. That's what we've done. We have taken away that thin blue line that protects us from the animals of society. Listen, I'm, I'm a defense attorney for over 34 years, and I'm all for restorative justice. But trust me when I say to you, when I say this to you, there are some people in our society who cannot be rehabilitated. It's just impossible. You see these people, you look at these people, they don't look at you, they look at what you are. And they are aggressive, and they don't care. This is the point that people don't understand. This society is based on, it, it's the same mistake we make when we go to war in these foreign countries, and we try to change them to the democracy. They don't want democracy. They don't want our ways. These people are not going to accept what you have. So when Biden got up there, I'm sorry I got off the little track there. I pulled the Biden. 
So when Biden got up there and talked about everything except the problem, he talked about guns. It's the guns that are shattering our peace. It's the guns that are doing all this. It's the illegal guns. Listen, we've heard this. We've seen this movie before. This was the war on drugs. We lost the war on drugs. We're losing the war on drugs. It's not going to happen because you're not going to stop people from doing it. So it's the same thing with guns. But I'll tell you, make a federal statute that says five years minimum sentence for any crime committed with a gun. Kill someone, life in jail, no parole. Or death penalty is more preferable. It'll save some money. Listen, if somebody kills another person, I don't care what you want to say. I know there's a legal definition for mentally insane, not knowing the right from wrong difference. That's fine. But when somebody literally kills another person, they cannot be considered to be sane by my standards. End of story. So what do you do? If crime is no longer a crime, you've lost your country. It's over. You've lost your cities. It's over. Police need qualified immunity. They need to be protected because, God forbid, they don't do their job. Why does a cop want to get involved in arresting somebody? Why does he want to do that if it's going to ruin the rest of his life? Because they're going to sue him. He's going to be involved in litigation. He can be in more trouble than the criminal. And when he arrests a guy in New York City now, Alvin Bragg won't even prosecute resisting arrest. Are we insane? Have we gone completely nuts? Why would you do something like that? It makes no sense. It's completely baffling to any rational person. So I'm going to wrap that up with this. Joe Biden, his administration, blue states, they need to kind of figure out guns are not the crime. Guns don't do anything. Guns don't shoot people. People shoot people. And until you understand that, going back to the same thing, until you find the problem, you can't solve the problem. So they need to recognize what the real problem is. It is not the gun, because what are you going to do? You're going to outlaw forks? You're going to outlaw knives? You're going to outlaw bricks? You're going to outlaw cars when people kill other people with those instrumentalities? No, because the whole premise is wrong. The premise is the guy behind the weapon. That's the problem. Solve that problem, and you solve your crime. Get those people off the street, and you'll have less crime. But I can tell you, when your cops no longer feel safe, you've lost. And that's what's going on right now. You know, these people don't get a lot of money. In fact, the cop in the New York City starts out at about $30,000 a year. That's not even enough to get housing in the city, and they require them to live in the city. It is absurd. It is ridiculous. And I'm going to give you the next set of ridiculousness from the Biden administration. Right after the break, we're going to talk about the Afghanistan report. The debacle continues, the epilogue. So you're listening to America's Web Radio. You're listening to Mark the Shark on Bite of Reality. We'll be right back. Start taking back our country from the liberal wokes by voting locally for conservative Republicans. 
If you have lost a loved one and were left with a firearms collection and are not sure how to dispose of them safely, or you may have firearms you no longer want, this message is for you. I am a licensed FFL firearms dealer in the state of Florida, specializing in estate firearm purchases. It is very important that all firearm transactions be handled according to state and federal laws. You can contact me for information at firearmliquidationservice at outlook.com, or you can call or text me at 407-921-8100-247 and ask for James. Again, for information contact me at firearmliquidationservice at outlook.com or call or text me at 407-921-8100. All communications are strictly confidential. Hey folks, this is Victor with the On Point with Victor show. Make sure you listen every Tuesday, 1 to 2, only right here on America's Web Radio, the On Point with Victor show. Remember folks, I'm not angry, I'm just right. And you can find out why every Tuesday from 1 to 2, the On Point with Victor show, only right here on America's Web Radio. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back with Mark the Shark on America's Web Radio with Bite of Reality. So I promised you after that first running and gun episode of Bite of Reality, defund and run. So we got some amazing information. And it goes back. I know people are going to say, well, that's over. No, Afghanistan, it's over. Well, not exactly. The thousands and thousands of people that are left there. I'll never leave anyone behind, Joe Biden said. As he lied through his teeth and went to his bed. Now, that's all I got for that segment. So this week... The report came out on the administration's, the administration's strategic failures during the Afghanistan withdrawal. That's a really nice title, but let's call it what it is. It's a surrender. America surrendered. Yeah, that's right. You heard it right. You heard it first here on Bite of Reality. Let's call it what it is. We surrendered to the Taliban. Two trillion dollars we spent in Afghanistan. $88 billion worth of military equipment left behind to replace the Taliban with the Taliban. Brilliant. Simply brilliant. And I'm sorry, I, I just can't all blame it on Biden. It goes for the other couple of presidents that started it over the 20 years. But this week, Senator Jim Rice, of a Republican out of Idaho, he's the ranking member of the Senate Foreign Relations Committee, published a report. And for those of you who thought that the Biden administration was not incompetent, you're not thinking straight. You're drinking the Kool-Aid. You're listening to CNN, MSNBC, or some of those other fantasy networks. So it said the Biden administration did not hold a senior level interagency meeting to discuss an evacuation or formally even task the State Department to contact at-risk populations, including Americans, until October 14th, 2021. Okay, October 14th, 2021. Why is that date significant? Because a few hours later, Kabul fell. Kabul was overrun by the Taliban. Okay. 
they walked in and took over Kabul. So, out of the report, it said, the Biden administration failed to do any contingency planning for worst-case scenarios. They ignored intelligence reports about the risk of an imminent Taliban takeover of Afghanistan. I can tell you elementary school children could see this coming. Yet our brilliant military strategists at the Pentagon and the administration, General Milley, Austin, okay, they were what? What were they doing? What were they? They training diversity, and they were training all-inclusive at military, and they were worried about these stupid things. What is the job of the military? The job of the military is to defend your country and be lethal. Not to think about diversity and white rage training. I want people to be enraged. I want them to be angry when they fight. I want them to go after the enemy. I don't want them to talk to the enemy and try to talk them down. So they ignored all the intelligence reports about the risks of the eminent Taliban takeover. Fantastic job. They disregarded the descent cables from foreign service officers on the front lines. And here's the key. They abandoned Bagram Air Base based on an arbitrary troop cap and political considerations. Political considerations. Let me say it again. Political considerations. Explain to me what political considerations are doing in military strategy. This is a serious problem, a very serious problem. This political consideration hampered any chance of an evacuation and a reinsertion of any troops that were needed. Why is that important? I'm going to cover that in a second. That's critical to what's going on in the world right now. They also failed to take significant steps to improve the special immigrant visa program. Remember all those people that helped us, our translators, our fighters with us, our people that helped us move things around, logistics, their military intelligence, all the Afghanis that worked with us for 20 years? Yeah, we left most of them for dead and took a bunch of people out who we had no idea of how to vet them, nor had they been vetted. And we flew them out. Oh, we got 100,000 out. Uh, we're not sure who we brought, but hey... Don't worry about it. We got people out. Biggest, in, It was the biggest airlift ever in history. But that's not what you were supposed to do. Okay, We could have pulled over to any country and picked them all up and brought them all over here and called it an evacuation. We wanted to take out the people who were being hunted right now by the Taliban and get them out of there. So who's going to trust us again? Who's going to work with us again? And I'll show you how that relates to what's going on now. In a few minutes. And they failed to take significant steps, according to the report, to approve the special immigration visa program. Again, sorry, I went over that. But how many American citizens were left in Afghanistan? Thousands. Despite what they told us, oh, there's only about 100 left. They had no clue. And therein lies the problem. Once again, an administration in power in this country with a clueless military strategy, feckless and useless, because thousands of people now behind enemy lines. So 
what did that do to us? And I'm going to bring this back. I'm going to bring this back now to present day. Because that risk report that came out yesterday was very interesting. And there was also some leaked notes. So why is it important? You know, I read over the unclassified F-O-U-O. No, it doesn't stand for what you think. It stands for for official use only, F-O-U-O. And if you don't say that carefully, you could say something that really couldn't go out over the air. But here's what they didn't at 4.30, okay? Now, this meeting took place, according to the leaked notes, between 3.30 and 4.30 on the 14th of August, 2021. They're talking about taking an entire country and vacating it. They're talking about getting everybody out. And yet, at the last moment, they're still talking about, did we call anybody and let them know where we need to be interim countries? Did we call anybody? Did we let them know? No, we didn't. We didn't have any manifests. We had nothing. At 4.30, at the end of this meeting, they kept using the words in this, the, the, the notes of the meeting, immediately, immediately, bold, because they were lost. They had no idea what was going on. Here, DOD will contact their partners who are eligible for F1 and P1 and P2 referral programs. Many of them are Afghan pilots and female service members. Immediately. Why? Because they hadn't done it, yet they're leaving the country tomorrow. And they're leaving all the Afghan pilots, the female service members, who were either going to be killed or raped. What happened to all this human tragedy? It got buried. You didn't see it on any of these mainstream medias or lamestream medias, I like to call them, because that doesn't fit their narrative of the competent Biden administration. You know, I, I heard this crap about Trump left us with the deal. It was the deal. Trump had the entire country under control with 2,500 brave service members taken over and sitting there. Nobody was killed in America because of it. Now, Trump made a deal to withdraw. He certainly didn't make a deal to surrender. And it was a conditions-based withdrawal. Now, I can tell you how Trump would have handled it. He would have handled it completely different. He would have gone to the Taliban and told them, listen, you can either help us get everybody out that we need and that we want, no questions asked, or we can bring in another 300,000 and do it ourselves. But when he said something, President Trump, people believed him. It was that fear of the I'm standing up and I'm not kidding. It's the fear that generates compliance. This is the real world. This is not some exercise in a, in a classroom somewhere on a liberal university campus. So that meeting also that covered the National Security Council, the NSC staff will convene sub interagency policy meetings. Wasn't that wonderful? Isn't that fantastic? The day before they're leaving, they're going to put their agencies in gear. 
are they serious? And and nobody said something at the table, all of these guys in there. Nobody turned around and said, hey, you know what? We should not be leaving or trying to leave on the 15th because that's really not going to work out. This is a really bad idea. But nobody said anything. Nobody. And you know what? What's more interesting? Nobody got canned. Nobody got fired. Nobody even got yelled at. 13 of our servicemen were killed on the way out. That's Biden blood. Sorry. That's not Trump. That's Biden. Because Trump arranged for a withdrawal, not a freaking surrender. But that's what we did. We just walked away. We said, we're out. He didn't care. Biden wanted that September 11th, 2021 face shot. He wanted that that prime time I ended the war. Yes, we all wanted to end the war. We probably shouldn't have gotten into it in the first place. But it's the way you ended the war that destroyed your credibility in a nation. So now how does that relate back to now? Look what's going on in Russia. Okay, let's just take a quick look at what's going on in Russia. All right? We now have Russian troops sitting off the border of Russia. Okay, they brought in about 144,000 troops. They got another 122,000 troops about 50 miles away. They got another 144,000 or something troops about another 100 miles away. They got about half a million people on the field of battle. Now, why was Trump caught? I mean, was Trump? Trump wouldn't have been caught. <laughs> Freudian slipped there. Why was Biden's administration caught completely with their pants down here? Why? How is it that they thought that this was a great idea to watch a half a million troops? Half a million troops. And I'm going to go over that right after the break. I'm going to get right into that. So you're listening to Bite of Reality with Mark the Shark. We'll be right back after these messages. Start taking back our country from the liberal wokes by voting locally for conservative Republicans. Hey folks, this is Victor with the On Point with Victor show. Make sure you listen every Tuesday, 1 to 2, only right here on America's Web Radio, the On Point with Victor show. Remember folks, I'm not angry, I'm just right. And you can find out why every Tuesday from 1 to 2, the On Point with Victor show, only right here on America's Web Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, join me, Roger B., every Tuesday at 1400 hours right here on America's Web Radio for the Locked and Loaded Show. We will talk about guns, weapons, ammo, gun accessories, prepping, and so much more. So be sure to join us every Tuesday at 1400 or 2 p.m. for Locked and Loaded on America's Web Radio. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Hey, you're listening to Mark the Shark with Bite of Reality on America's Web Radio. So we're back. So this is pretty much our final third block here, or fourth block, actually, because the first and second block got a little run into. But I just wanted to revamp my numbers as I was doing a little bit more research and just checking all my numbers on the Ukraine situation. So we have sent 3,000 troops, okay, 3,000 troops. Keep that number in your head. 
to Poland and Germany, yes, and on the border with the Ukraine, Russian troops, 265,000, 122,000 located 125 miles off the border, and another 143,500 troops within 250 miles of the Ukraine border. So I ask you, is this a good strategy? This sounds like it was cooked up by the same idiots who ran the Afghanistan surrender. Why would you send 3,000 troops to Poland and Germany? Are you kidding me? You know, maybe we could have used some of that $88 billion worth of merchandise and military equipment we left in Afghanistan right now. Maybe we should go back and get it. Because I'm telling you right now, 3,000 troops, Vladimir Putin and Xi Jinping are laughing their butts off at the Olympics. It, it's just incredible. Maybe in a textbook somewhere it said, send 3,000 troops, see page 4. But there was no page four in the book. Maybe that's why they got kind of confused. So they sent 3,000 troops over there for what? Seriously, for what? To collect bodies? You're not sending them into the war theater. Not against half a million Russians. So we do stupid things like this. And, And it just, it begs the question, what is Congress doing? What is the Senate doing? Where's the conferences? Where's the, the the kind of the mulling together of things that are supposed to help the American people? I'm kind of wondering what happened there. You know, but this goes back to the same thing. He had the conversation with Putin. We didn't get the transcript. No, 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 no. You're not going to get a transcript. Why? Because they don't want you to have it. Because it shows that, guess, they told you something that happened. But it didn't really happen. So when you look at things like this and you say, well, what did Afghanistan mind? It it doesn't matter. It's over. It's not over because it shows you going forward what the world now thinks of us. When he told Putin, don't you dare, Putin said, yeah, okay, see ya, bye. He said, don't bother me. I'll be in China at the Olympics with my buddy. But this is part of the problem that goes on now. So now I'm going to kind of break away a little bit and talk about some of the hit parade this week. You know, we saw something very interesting at one of our, uh, well, what used to be a major network, the CNN, Communist News Network. And I got to tell you, You know, how does it go? You got the story. I got the facts. You know, allegedly, for those of you who have been in the Biden world, allegedly this week, um, Jeff Zucker, he resigned effective immediately. He just bounced out because, now get this, he failed to disclose a relationship that he had, okay, consenting adults now. All right. This is not some, you know, married woman. She was divorced. Her name was Allison Golas. She's the executive vice president over at CNN. And they've worked together for 20 years. So he abruptly resigns because, quote unquote, he failed to disclose the intercompany relationship. Now, I can't see it from here, 
but maybe the control room can see it. Raise your hand if you think that that's a real story. I don't see any hands. Okay, so there is something afoot. For those of you who can't figure out which way the front door is that you just came in, let me explain it to you. There is no way on this earthly province that Jeff Zucker resigned from CNN because of a undisclosed consensual relationship. It's not happening. Okay? It's not happening. Now, what I suspect, and this is, again, only an allegation. Anything from here on is just an allegation. There are, there are as, as those other networks won't tell you, it's not supported by the facts that I have yet. But I believe this has something to do with the Chris Cuomo and the Andrew Cuomo matter. Because there's a little bit too much suspicion as to why he bounced out effective immediately during the Cuomo investigation. Now, here's what I, if, if I was writing a cartoon book that was based in fiction, I'd say that he was neck deep in the trying to cover up Andrew Cuomo's debacle in New York with the COVID crisis when they were misreporting, when they were lying, with the sexual abuse, with all of it. Jeff Zucker was right up to his neck in that. And Cuomo, when he got bounced, and he, I think he's looking for, I think the last I heard he was looking for $18 million in reparations because of a breach of contract. He knew everything about it and probably effectively helped try to quell that whole situation. And when it was discovered, rather than try to speak up and try to get him nailed to the wall, he decided to take the chicken's way out, and he bounced. So now, Chris Cuomo, and I'm, I'm telling you, Chris Cuomo knows where all the dead batter, all the dead bodies are buried at CNN. And I'm sure Chris Cuomo, after being gone, he is not a happy boy. And he is, he's a vindictive guy. You know, what do they say? Alfredo? So this is going on at CNN. Now, mind you, the guy basically flushed the entire network. He, he was so focused on Donald Trump throughout his tenure that he took that network from something that actually mattered and people actually watched to basically like a sideshow. It became a sideshow. Its viewership dropped. I mean, it's like they don't have one show in the top 20. This is, quote-unquote, a major network. You know, it goes back to the CNN, Communist News Network concept. What are you doing? The problem is this is that they lost control of their network. You don't put on a network for you. You put it on for your audience. And when you lose your audience, it's only a matter of time before your network falls apart. So I wanted to touch base. Congratulations on America not boycotting the Olympics. You know, I understand they did start. I'm refusing to watch them. So I can't give you that much information. But I will tell you this. There's a lot of people out there that don't understand the money involved in this. We basically handed Xi Jinping a major world win. You know, the IOC gave him 
a golden star. They might as well have given them a key to the world because right now it's open. And big tech, I mean, you, you're sending your athletes to a country where your speaker of the house, Nancy Pelosi, is warning the athletes not to speak out against the Chinese government or they could face repercussions. You're sending your athletes, let me say that again, you're sending your athletes to a country where they're threatening your athletes. How stupid of a country can we become? we got another three years to find out. It's only been one year of disaster under Biden. But what happened? Why would you send your Olympic athletes there? Why would you send people to a place where they could be arrested? And I saw a video this morning of a Dutch reporter that was literally grabbed by the Chinese police off the air. Now, I don't speak Dutch, but I can tell you whatever he said, they were not happy about it. Why would we do that? We're concerned about athlete safety. And I'm talking about if, if China grabs you, you're not getting out of there. This is not like, uh, you know, some little country where America is going to say, give us back our athlete or else. You know, China is very well aware of the middle finger when it comes to the United States, and they've given it to us on many occasions over the last year. Everything that Trump did to get them in line, Biden's undone. He's literally given them back the world. You know, he's made America weaker. And I can tell you right now, he's palling around with Putin at the, at the Olympics. And something's going to happen. I think what they're going to do is coordinate the Taiwan invasion and the Ukraine invasion. And then you're going to have the situation room with Biden at the head. And that's going to be another disaster. It's going to put our servicemen in harm's way. And I'll tell you what the problem is here. Germany and a lot of these other countries are not even on board. They're like, forget it. Ukraine's not a member of NATO. Don't care. Don't want to know. They're not sending troops. They're not sending money. They're not even letting fly over of lethal weapons. They won't even let us fly over their country to bring stuff into Ukraine. So it's pretty clear we're not, and Russia knows this and everybody else in the world knows this, we're not going into the Ukraine. We're not defending the Ukraine. And NATO right now can't even agree on what day it is. So that's not going to happen. So Putin, Vladimir Putin, he's going to do what he wants to do, and it's going to be up to him. If America crumbles, gives him what he wants, or NATO crumbles and they give him what he wants, he may decide not to destroy Ukraine and annex it. But I can tell you this. Vladimir wants to reconstitute the Soviet Union. He's not a dumb guy. He is not a dumb guy. He is a smart guy. He's ex-KGB, retired. But they never retire the KGB out of you. You're always KGB. And he's smart, and he's tough. And he doesn't take garbage. He won't say something and do something else. He's going to come at you with both barrels just blasting. And that's something that we don't have anymore. We don't have somebody who, if they say, don't do this, the world's going to say, hmm, okay, we're not going to do that. We had that under Trump. For whatever reason, you may not have liked him. You hated the way he was. His policies worked. 
and the rest of the world was paying attention. So when you think about it this week, just think about what goes on. Enjoy your weeks, whatever we got left here. So I'm going to wrap it up at this point, and we're going to say it's Bite of Reality, and you've been listening to Mark the Shark on America's Web Radio, and thank you for listening. The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.